Radiating from the Lone Star State and stretching from coast to coast and border to border, this is On Radio, the weekly download from your family of companies, CMS Wireless, Entertech, ET Tower, Legacy, and Mountain Wireless. Welcome to On Radio. Good morning, and thanks again for joining us on radio. I hope that you've all recovered from the time change that we've had recently and also St. Patrick's Day. Today, we're going to have a chat about something that really affects us all, mentoring. The stuff we're going to talk about has to do with our own delivery and the perception of that delivery, how we talk to folks, how we pass information down. And follow me a little bit down this pathway because sometimes... We create our own success in mentoring by, say, the optics that we generate. Here's what I mean. I had a great opportunity. It was actually wonderful to spend some off hours this week with some of my grandsons. Life lessons in those settings come from just time spent together and then the opportunity for me to pass down knowledge from a senior to a junior. These life lessons are pretty important training grounds for their future behavior, and I have earned the right to speak into their lives only if it's because I'm old. Now, I've also earned the right to speak into those lives because of positional authority, and I can speak into those lives because of knowledge. All these things, when you layer them together, create terrific learning opportunities and environments for my young buddies, and they look up to someone who's a tad older, who has this positional authority, and most importantly, who's willing to share some of that fountain of knowledge, a little bit craftier, created by experience and that high tuition learning that we all paid. But learning always starts with the basics. You know, I teach my grandsons, I'm like, really basic, be grateful, you know, wear your seatbelt. Do one to others. Hey, don't push so hard on that that something's going to break. Speak kindly, especially to your mother and um, your grandmother. Stop spitting in public. You know, they are boys, so (laughs) we get to teach them lots of stuff. And here with me today is Ryan from Legacy. And I'd like to chat briefly about how we transfer information to our Younger, less experienced crew members. Hey, Ryan, how you doing? Hello, we're doing well. It is uh, springtime in the Pacific Northwest. We are seeing warmer temperatures. We're we're seeing great stuff going on. Lots of sites being built, and just enjoying our time here in the spring. So, you know, Ryan, um, as I look back across the years, how do you? You've done a masterful job. How do you address the basics? that you have to pass along to new crew members? The basics, um, I mean, they always start with the basics. Uh, you start with core values. A lot of times you feel like a broken record. You, you, you end up having cliches, sayings, stuff you say that's funny to keep engagement. There's a lot of different ways that you can approach teaching the newer guys and gals in the field, but Really what it comes down to is just actually caring enough to put yourself out there and knowing that seeing their success is your success. You know, there are some rules that we have kind of developed about 
about making it easy for them to listen and understand. One of the first ones is be approachable. You know, they can't really ask you a whole bunch of questions if they don't, if they're somehow intimidated by your even appearance. Are there others that come to mind? You know, we always called it the open door policy. There's nobody that can't walk into the office of any member of our team and, you know, ask a question or have a request. A lot of times I was approachable through challenges. You know, I would say, hey, if anybody can stump me, if you can ask me a question about the telecom industry that I don't know, I'll find out the answer for you, but I'm going to encourage you to stump me and then we'll find out those answers together. So creating an environment where everybody's learning and then you know when somebody is really gaining ground when they are actually teaching you through their lessons learned and their experiences out in the field, they end up come back and and teaching some of the senior members. You really know they're stepping up their game. You know, and we've always said, hey, when someone's making mistakes, they're probably really trying hard. And we've always called that tuition. And when, you know, when there's no, nobody gets hurt or something like that, that's pretty cheap tuition. So we've always encouraged them to spend their tuition wisely. But This is not really an easy industry sometimes to understand because we've got so many acronyms, whether it be a FRIG or a TMA or a ATS. How do you do that and share it smartly, but really freely? Well, I mean, one at a time, really. They have the same challenges in uh, the armed forces and other, you know, guys that do stuff in the field that are technical. And a lot of times when you can take those things and apply it, it's a it's a road that you're going down and when you can put a visual put a use put a description to those acronyms and and the things that we use that are uh, not common themed in our everyday conversation um, unless you're in the tower field using those and showing them what it does teaching them what it does and sharing with them what it looks like. A lot of times, one at a time, you just, you pick that stuff up. I've told a lot of new guys, you know, you, you don't learn this through osmosis. It takes effort. And so you actually have to put effort into learning the different acronyms and the lingo and, uh, you know, all the other things that come along with moving into an industry that's not widely spoken about in everyday life. Yeah. It's really difficult to think that somebody could, you know, learn this overnight. I spent about 40 years trying to get smart on this industry. But one thing that I've found is that when we share smartly and share freely, that's to the advantage of everybody in the crew. And then it's really important that you share when time is to your advantage and there's not crisis and pressure, isn't it? As far as being approachable and getting guys and people on the crew and to talk to you, Sometimes you're in a sight down crisis mode. And so I have really made a conscious effort when somebody comes and asks a question or wants to understand a theory or something in the middle of a crisis situation where we have a lot of pressure on us. We try and share with them, hey, that is a great question. And you can ask me as soon as we're in the pickup after these sites are on the air. That's just not an opportune time. And that has nothing to do with me not wanting to teach you. It has to do with the servanthood that we have towards our customers. And that is in teaching them that the customer is more important right now. 
really we're teaching them how to have great customer service at the same time as not telling them no, but later. And that, hey, I would love to teach you that stuff, write it down and bring it to my attention when we have a little more time and we don't have, you know, sites off the air or 911 operators wondering who's on the other end because they have no connection at the moment. I mean, we're out there really saving the day for a lot of people's abilities to be online and communicate, to communicate emergencies, especially during storm work. And I got to tell you, there's a lot of times where guys will bring stuff up and then you get a lot of time in the, in the truck or in the office to, to sit around and talk. Yeah. And when you get my age, you have to say, Hey, hold that thought because they got to hold that thought because I'm probably going to lose it in memory banks. But I think it's so important that we learn and practice sharing when they want to learn. And so when you're driving to a job site in the truck or driving home saying, Hey, what was that that happened? Those are exclusive opportunities that we get to teach people. Isn't that true? When they're in the truck and they're getting paid, I mean, essentially I say, Hey man, you're getting paid for this time. So, so let's engage our brains and let's really learn something. Well, not that we can't have fun when we're doing it. You know, I mean, some of the funnest times we've ever had is because we were learning together and sharing experiences of what to do and what not to do. So, you know, there's books and movies and videos about how stuff works. I think there's even a TV series called how stuff works, but we get to we had to show people every day. Um, you know, the transfer of information is fascinating to me. And through the different ranks of legacy, it has happened not over years now, but over decades. And like a lot of other opportunities, one of those that is really cool started with a problem. Do you remember that people at one point, they were just, they were not cleaning sites up when they walked away at the end of the day. And I mean, what did we do about them? The presentation of our work, you can do the best work in the world. You could be the best chef in the world. And if your presentation isn't any good, then people aren't going to enjoy it as much. And so the the presentation of our job sites became really important to us because when you have customers swing by and check on you and check on your work, if it's presented with a whole bunch of garbage piled in the corner, it's 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 harder to uh, have a good impression and they're much less likely to appreciate your work. So uh, we were having troubles sharing that with some of the newer guys like, hey, this is really important. You know, we got to keep our presentation we do the best work in the country. Let's keep this presentation well so that they can appreciate it. You know, a lot of times you just fought through things. You could tell them, you could yell at them, you could, you could do anything you wanted. And, and a lot of times it's a great question of how to initiate change. We want to initiate change because we had become habitual in, in our presentation of some of our work. And we found that creating acronyms, you know, are kind of funny, funny acronyms, funny things, reminders. We've previously called them legacy-isms, or uh, in fact, we've called them gym-isms, little reminders that we've come up with to share why things are important, what's going on, when we're going to forget something, how to remember it. You know, that, that kind of stuff is stuff that you just ingrain in you as a person and stuff that you share with them and tell them part of that is leading by example. You know, a lot of what we found is, Hey, if if you're not willing to do that yourself, then you can't really ask somebody else to move forward on that. So that's a huge example 
of bringing someone on a site and saying, look how clean and neat and nice this site is. We understand it's under construction. It's it's still in in the middle of a project, but you can walk all over, you know, there's there's not extension cords tangled up. It, it makes for a safer environment. It makes for a more enjoyable environment to work. One of the largest things we ran into is we would leave a site and then something would get canceled. We'd get winded out. Something would happen to where we, we didn't need to return to that site the following day. And if a customer happened to swing by to check on our work on that day that we weren't there, we wanted to make sure that our presentation was awesome. And I remember sharing with all the guys, hey, the, the last thing that you're looking at when you're leaving a site, right, that is the first thing that your customer is going to see when they show up on site. The gum wrapper on the ground is a big deal. It's, you know, and, and when people do the little things, well, the big things come easy. And that, that was just a, a cute little saying and acronym that we added to our long list of acronyms throughout the telecommunication industry to, to help our people understand where they needed to be at and, and what needed to be done in order to put our best foot forward for our customers. When a crew walks away and they not only know to walk out backwards before leaving every site, but they know why. They know why it's a, a good idea to clean up their sites. They know when at the end of the day is when you clean up your sites. They know where and it's fence to fence, both inside and out to clean up their site. And then how, how to do it every time so it looks perfect because the last thing they see is the first thing their customer sees. So what effect does it have when a crew does that like every day? What does it mean to us and and our business going forward? You know, it just shows a pride in what we do and a pride for the, the customer that we're working for. It, it shows that, you know, I've heard a, a lot of guys in the telecom industry say it looks good for my house. And literally if my house was next to one of our sites, I would appreciate that. And, and that's the thing is that this is something that they own, something they want to take care of. Well, Ryan, thanks for stopping by on radio today, folks. I hope that you get a chance to wobbles today. That means walk off backwards before leaving every site, leave that site looking perfect. And I hope you get a chance to listen again next Thursday. Until then, let's all choose safety today. This is Jim, and I am up. Thanks for tuning in to On Radio. Border to Border, we are delivering astounding quality every day, indicating why we truly are better together.